Thank you for tuning in. This is Sean from Making Sense of Madness. And so definitely want to thank you for tuning in. And definitely go ahead and go to the Facebook page, Making Sense of Madness. Um, when we have the website up, definitely check that out. I want to see this thing grow, and it's going to grow. Um, I guess the real reason why it's going to grow is because I'm real, I'm authentic, and I just kind of say how it is. Now, the reason why I was motivated to do this particular episode was, well, just like the other five, what, five billion people on the planet total have Facebook, I was scrolling through. And I'm always added to groups that I've never even imagined being added to. Now, I don't know who's adding me to it because it's not me. So it can be Facebook. It could be one of my friends being funny. I don't know. What I do know is I get added to groups. And one of the groups I was added to was like uh, an ascension type group. It was like a spirituality type group. And and I'll be quite honest, uh, some of them make me, me laugh hysterically. Um, there was a post... It was because I, I did an episode where I said that being woke and spirituality and all these things are becoming kind of like cool kids things, like hashtag woke, let me buy some crystals woke, and all this crap. And it's like, that's just unrealistic. And so they asked the question, and the question was, and I'm going to paraphrase it, um, but the question was along the lines like, well, if you're in the fifth dimension, when are people going to join me in the fifth dimension? And it was it was a post on Facebook, and I'm and I responded. I'm like, look, if you're in this Facebook group, you are in the third dimension. There's no ifs, no ands, no buts. It is what it is. If you're in the fifth dimension, I would not even see your Facebook post at all. Matter of fact, if you were in the fifth dimension, realistically, you were in the fifth dimension. You wouldn't even have Facebook. Okay, so like, so I want to go ahead and break this down, okay? Now, the, in our universe, and what I can describe in words, and what I can describe in science, are ten dimensions. Okay, anything beyond that, there is nothing that I have or know, at least in this dimension in this universe, that I can pinpoint and make it. You know, a way that I can translate into words. I don't have a point of reference. So after the 10th dimension, no point of reference. Okay, so believe me, there's probably millions of dimensions. Possibly. I don't know. The issue is describing them even if I did know. I wouldn't be able to do it. But I am here to describe what I can describe. Now the third dimension, okay. Now when you're dealing with the third dimension... You're dealing with essentially, you would say, uh, length times width is what science would say, right? Now, what does that mean? That means that we see things essentially in depth and 3D 
It's how I can look at a building and not see it like a 1980s Mario game. I can look at it. Now, I would actually go to say, I mean, science will tell you that time doesn't actually start um, governing things until about the fourth dimension. But I would say that since it is a byproduct of our universe, that even though we it may not dis- directly influence the third dimension, it is a byproduct. So therefore, I still think that it plays a factor in the third dimension, okay? But whenever you're looking at science, what they do is say, they say on the fourth dimension, you know, you have your length, your time, your width, you know, or your length, width, and depth. But then you also have time, which governs the properties of all known matter at any given point. All right, so, but I still, even though we say that it doesn't dictate the third dimension, I say that it actually does play a factor. We obviously notice time because time, time isn't a clock. And that, that's why I always go, hey, look, it's not, it's not an illusion. Time is essentially determined by distance of a point, basically. Um, a point, a point in space, whatever. It's a point. So whether I have a sundial, whether I have a watch, whether I have a cell phone, a computer, when I wake up in the morning, if I wake up early enough, the sun comes up. And in time, in an actual time essence, at the end of the day, the sun will go down. It doesn't happen instantaneously. It happens over time because it's a byproduct of this universe. It's not a, it's not something that we, it's not an illusion. Okay. This isn't, this isn't the matrix. Now people always like to pretend and put it to the matrix and that's not really the case. Now, is there something beyond this? Absolutely. There's 10 other dimensions or nine other dimensions that are beyond this in which there are entities inside said dimension that are inside and assuming that this universe is just one universe, which in fact it could be a multiverse, you have really quite a bit going on in one singular space because around you is going to be the third dimension, the you know, which is what you see. Then you got the fourth dimension. You got the fifth dimension, the sixth dimension, the seventh dimension, the eighth dimension, the ninth dimension, the tenth dimension, okay? Second dimension, there's stuff there as well in the first dimension, but it is, it is not really, I don't think, life as you would perceive it as, just because your perception would be so skewed, you know, but there could be, I mean, we often call them lower dimensional beings. Um, so in Christianity, you would refer to that as demons or whatever. And I don't really think that's the case. I think that most of what we consider life as we know it, or entities that can exist and do exist, um, usually are in a fourth, fifth, um, sixth dimension, typically. Now, now we're going to get, I guess, a little deeper, and I'm not trying to go that deep right now on one episode, but I will break it down further. 
um, in you know future episodes. So we are in the fourth, we're in the third dimension. Okay, that's where we're at. So regardless of how enlightened you are, or think that you are, or spiritually you are, you're still in the third dimension. You don't actually, you can transcend these other dimensions. You do it all the time. You just don't know it. Or maybe you do know it. I mean, there's things called astral projection, which is essentially when you go to sleep, right? And and when you go to sleep at night, there are several things that are happening, okay? Number one, there are blockers that are essentially a part of day-to-day routine that are secreted into your brain. Because your brain, what it does is it actually secretes what we call DMT, which I'm sure you recognize as um, a compound of LSD. But it's a naturally occurring thing, so it's not like LSD. LSD was created in a lab, but it uses DMT. But DMT itself is a very natural um, natural phenomenon. And what happens is when you go to sleep, your brain secretes some of that DMT, okay? What that does is it then helps you transition into... It's why whenever you see somebody LSD and they're freaking out, they're like, ooh, colors, different things, blah, blah, blah. What they're really seeing is they're seeing the universe with out the window per se, like, or without the door. Like if there was a wall around you, right? Like you say you're in the house, right? And you're looking at the walls, you only see what's in the house, right? But if I remove those walls, you're now seeing the street. You're seeing your neighbors. You're seeing, you know, cars going on the street. That's essentially what's happening in layman's terms. Now, what will eventually happen is your body will become in such a relaxed state. It actually goes into what's called sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis, paralysis, paralysis. What essentially is sleep paralysis is what prevents you from hurting yourself at night. Your body essentially locks up, not like permanently lock up, but just kind of like, it's a way of preventing you from falling off the bed or falling off whatever you're on. So when this happens, your brain is starting to go to sleep, okay? The rest of your body, you're basically going in sleep mode like your laptop would. So what happens after that is your soul, which like I said, we your higher self, your subconscious mind, your soul, whatever you want to call it. You can call it Babcock. You can call it whatever you want to call it. Names are really irrelevant. Um, But for the sake of this show, we'll call it the soul just because people know about it the most. What it does is it transcends different planes of existence, and it's doing this because its goal is to get back up to source which is the collective of what you would refer to as God, okay? Now, the reason why it's doing that is because this, the amount of power that your soul really has is extraordinary. Matter of fact, it's so extraordinary, you scientists are actually able uh, 
to detect the electric currents that are coming from you, the frequencies, the energy coming from you. So you have massive amount. This existence takes massive amounts of energy. I mean, you're taking this body and you're working out, you're going skiing, you're going to work, you're doing all these things, just massive amounts of energy. Well, it has to recharge, essentially. So what it does is it eventually goes up into source energy, plugs on the source energy, you know, basically recharges itself in layman's terms, and then comes down. Now, while it's doing that, it is definitely transcending different different realms. It's transitioning to different dimensions, different parts of the universe. It's why you have these dreams. Now, when you have these dreams, you come back. I know Freud was big about dreams having having meaning. The, the meaning isn't this crazy stuff that that Freudian... Um, psychologists will tell you that it means. Like if you see an egg, it doesn't mean you're afraid of children or whatever the psychologist. Whatever it is that you saw is transitioned to what it your brain recognizes. So when you wake up and you remember, you're like, whoa, that's a weird dream. It's because all the stuff that you saw during this transition, may not actually translate specifically into what you know, but your brain is trying to make sense of it all. So chances are the people that you saw were probably people that you saw. Um, The egg may or may not, you may have saw an egg, or you may have saw something that your brain interpreted as said an egg. Whatever the case may be, then when you come, that's why you have crazy, weird dreams. Now, the reason why I really wanted to push this out here is just because I'm gonna start getting into like the. I said I want to talk about deep stuff. I want to talk about high level stuff. I want to talk about really everything because it's my channel. So, fuck it. But I wanted to be very specific. If you're interested in the spirituality, you're interested in diving more, we'll definitely do that. But don't listen to these ass clowns who say I'm who take it as a pride thing, like I'm on the fifth dimension. Yeah, when you join me. Actually, no, you're not, dipshit. You're in the third dimension, just like me, just like eight billion other people. If you were in the fifth dimension. I would never hear from you, which leads me, you know, we're going to talk about it later because um, probably in a future episode, probably the next one, actually. But I was asked, what do I think about ghosts and demons and Satan and, and angels and all these wonderful things? So I figured what I would do is I would break that shit down for you, um, the reality of what it is. And... But I really want you to be precautious when dealing with these groups, when you're looking for knowledge, when you're trying, because I want you to go research this shit. I don't want you to ever just be like, oh, Sean said it. It must be. No, no. It is true what I'm telling you. 
but I want you to figure it out. I want you to do the research. I want you to listen, ponder it. Like I said, my goal is not to undo any of your core beliefs. My goal and my objective is to have a conversation. Now, what you do with those, like if you take that knowledge and you go research it and then you adjust your core beliefs along with it, then so be it. But if you take these core, these ideas and just kind of laugh them off, so be it. Like I said, our job and our focus should never, ever be to persuade people to see things the way that we do. We're on different levels of the race. We're on different levels of the journey. And whether you're just starting off in a spiritual journey or self-enlightenment or any of these things, or whether you're closer to the end, nobody's better than anybody it just means that you're on a different part of the journey. And at some point, you will get to where you need to be. And so that's what this is all about. So protect yourself from these idiots about the fifth dimension. I think I've seen one said they're like, I, I operate on a tenth. You're like, you do not operate on the tenth. Because if you did operate on the tenth, and let's just say prospectively that you did, that would mean that you would see every single possibility of every single decision that every single person has ever had in all of existence, okay? Not just yourself, but your parents, your friends, your brothers, your sisters. You would see every single possibility of every single possibility of every living being prior to you and after you, every single possibility of life in this universe and any subsequent universe, you would see it all. And if you really did operate on the 10th level, then I really need you to give me those lotto numbers. All right, thanks.